Life is a journey, and the fourth section of the Psalms, known as the Numbers Psalms, show us the goodness and guidance of God along that journey. If we want to move forward, we must look up. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open the Word of God and find direction for the road of life. A German physician said that this particular psalm was the best preservative against the outbreak of cholera in his day, the, the plague that was spreading. Campbell Morgan said it was one of the greatest possessions of the saints. And Charles Spurgeon said it was one of the most cheerful of all the psalms. I'm referring to Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is God's cure for a troubled time. That's exactly right. We're living in troubled times and there are many troubled hearts, but I want you to know God has a cure. And Psalm 91 shows us the cure. Many people believe it to be an extension of Psalm 90. Uh, most folks believe that if uh, an author is not designated in the psalm, then the author of the previous psalm uh, is the one who's continuing to write. If that's true, then Psalm 91 was written by Moses, just like Psalm 90. And we don't know what experience was behind it. Obviously, there are difficult circumstances. If you look through Psalm 91, these 16 verses, you find words like pestilence, terror, arrow, destruction, evil, plague, trouble. Are you encouraged yet? Tough times, troubled times. And yet when you read Psalm 91, you don't come away thinking about that. You come away thinking about God. The emphasis is on God. May I say to you that the cure for a troubled time is to get your eyes off the trouble and back on God. That's why Psalm 91 begins with God. Listen to the opening verses. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Did you hear the four names and titles of God? First, he's the Most High, literally El Elyon. Uh, that is God's strength. He is the strongest, strong one. Are you weak today? God is El Elyon. He's Most High. He's the strong one. And then he is the Almighty. Who's that? El Shaddai. That's God's provision. So are you needy today? God has more than enough. He's the Almighty God. And then he's the Lord, all capital letters, L-O-R-D. Who is that? That's Yahweh. That's the covenant name. So now we have not only God's strength and God's provision, we have God's faithfulness. Have you failed? Well, the Lord has not. Have you been unfaithful? Well, the Lord is ever faithful. And then He is my God, Elohim. It's a reminder of the God who is love. We have His strength and His provision and His faithfulness and His love. And may I just say the most precious thing in this is the little word my. He's not just God. He's not just the God. He's my God. Can you say that He's your God today? You see, you can't have His peace without His person. You, you can't enjoy His resources without a relationship. Can you say He is your God? Psalm 91 goes on after these first two verses to show us God's cure for these troubled times. In verses 3 through 10, we find that God's cure is His care. Let's read just a little bit. In verse 3, Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. 
He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Do you hear it? God gives protection. He protects you from the enemy, from the fowler. That's, that's the bird hunter. There's a little play on words here. He says the enemy is like a fowler hunting the bird. He said, but instead I'm going to cover you with my feathers. I'm going to bring you under my wings. Don't you love that? He is bigger. He is greater than the enemy. He is like the eagle or the mother hen protecting his own. And then he not only gives that protection outside, he gives peace within. He says in verse 5, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. He gives his peace. In the midst of all of the, the noise, God brings peace. It doesn't mean that the pestilence, the disease will never touch the people of God, but despair doesn't have to. No, he delivers you from the noisome pestilence. Now, the Bible says in verse 7, A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. He gives preservation. Through the battle, through the difficulty, he preserves his own. In 1854, there was a terrible outbreak of the plague in London. Uh, Charles Spurgeon was just a young minister at the time, and he was among the dying. He was literally burying people every day. And one afternoon, he was walking home from a funeral, and he was sad and depressed, people dying all around. And immediately, he was gripped with fear, and he had this awful thought, I'm going to die. I'm going to contract this disease. At this young age, I'm going to die. And at that moment, he looked up, and in a shopkeeper's window, a shop that had been closed because of the outbreak, the shopkeeper had posted a little bill, a little poster with some words on it. He walked over to it and began to read. And do you know what he read? The words of Psalm 91, 9 and 10. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. And at that moment... He was given fresh faith to press on. God takes care of His own. God's cure for a troubled time is not only God's care, but secondly, it's God's Christ. Did you know Jesus is in Psalm 91? Listen to the words of verse 11, 12, and 13. For He shall give His angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet." This is a reference to Messiah. It's a messianic psalm. This is not primarily about the angels. This is about Christ. And did you recognize those verses? They were the verses that the devil tried to quote, may I say misquote, to Christ in the temptation. May I remind you that God took care of His Son when He was here on earth and He will take care of all of His children. The same God who cared for His Son now cares for us. And the same Christ who overcame the devil and His own trial and temptation is with us. And the same angels that serve God then minister to us now. I'm telling you that God is able to make you more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Did you hear those three animals, the lion, the adder, and the dragon? That's a picture of the devil, you, you see. He is the roaring lion. He is that adder or that snake in the garden. In the Revelation, he's the dragon. I'm glad to report to you that the Lord Jesus Christ has conquered the lion, the adder, and the dragon. That the enemy has already been defeated. And that because of God's Christ, you can have peace in troubled times. 
And then finally, there is a third thing. Not only do you have God's care in Psalm 91 and God's Christ, but you have God's covenant. That's how the psalm ends. Verse 14, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I'll set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Do you hear the words of this love relationship and the faithful words of the God of truth? Count them. There are seven I wills of God. And I want to say to you that God will. This was the last text that D.L. Moody ever preached on at Northfield. It came from an experience in his own life much earlier as a young man when he was on a ship that was sinking. And D.L. Moody said that this portion of Scripture was the Scripture that pulled him out of despair. He preached it to 700 passengers and God delivered them. Well, I want to say to you today, my friend, that these are troubled times and you, you can't change that. But hallelujah, God hasn't changed. And God's cure for a troubled time is to get back to God. Meditate today on His care, His Christ, and His covenant, and you will find everything you need for these troubled times. At every twist and turn in life, God's Word provides direction to make right decisions. We pray that God will continue to guide your life and that you will continue to follow Him. Visit scottpauley.org to download your copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms, listen to full-length Bible messages, read helpful articles, and access many other resources. We look forward to studying the Bible with you on the next Enjoying the Journey.